Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Good Tuesday morning, and it's one that is filled with relief for the family of a young girl here in New York. Indeed it is. A rare, happy ending after a frightening ordeal. It's October 3rd. This is Today. Safe and sound, the nine-year-old girl abducted while riding her bike in a New York State park, now back with her family. Still pretty overwhelming. Because all of us feared the worst. This morning, the clue that led to her remarkable rescue and the suspect in her mysterious disappearance. We'll have the very latest. Breaking overnight, a Texas congressman carjacked at gunpoint just blocks from Capitol Hill. What he is saying is cities across the country face a sharp rise in violent crimes. Power struggle, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy facing an historic recall vote, the first in more than a century as a battle erupts inside the Republican Party. All he really does is break his word with conservatives. The Speaker saying, bring it on. A live report from Washington straight ahead. Facing the judge, Donald Trump in court for the opening of that $250 million civil trial over alleged fraud by the former president and his company. No one is above the law. What we have here is an attempt to hurt me in an election. This morning, the evidence against him and the potential impact on the presidential race. Those stories plus, back at it. I heard you missed us, we're back. Inside the overnight return of late night TV today, Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good morning. Welcome to today. So happy you're joining us on this Tuesday morning. Something that we saw overnight, which was the return of late mm-hmm. night, the hosts back behind their desks after five months away because of the writer's strike. So we'll bring you the highlights from their big returns in just a little moment. But first, we want to start with that good news for the family of the nine-year-old girl who vanished during a weekend bike ride in upstate New York. Officials announced she was found, quote, unharmed and in good health. A suspect in her disappearance now in custody after police traced a fingerprint that was found on a ransom note in her mailbox. NBC's Kathy Park joins us with the very latest. Kathy, good morning to you. Hey, Hoda, good morning to you. The massive search for Charlotte Senna lasted two days. At one point, there were 400 people here at this park looking for the young girl. This morning, she is safe and with her family. And even though a suspect is in custody, officials say the investigation is far from over. This morning, nine-year-old Charlotte Senna is back with her family after vanishing from a weekend camping trip in upstate New York. We're overcome with relief and gratitude for this gift to all of us. Authorities managed to track down and arrest 47-year-old Craig Nelson Ross Jr. after they recovered a ransom note that had been dropped off at Charlotte's family home early Monday morning. He literally drove up to the family's mailbox 
assuming they were not home, leaving a critical piece of evidence behind his own fingerprint. Police entering that fingerprint into their database, discovering a match for a DWI in 1999 in the city of Saratoga. According to police, investigators searched multiple residences before closing in. They found a double-wide house with a woman, the suspect's mother. The suspect lived in the camper behind. They had what they call a dynamic entry. Around 6.32 p.m., police had the suspect in custody and immediately located Charlotte in the camper, physically unharmed, inside a cupboard. She knew she was being rescued. She knew that she was in safe hands. What were some of the biggest takeaways from this search? Things can happen in, in an instant. You know, Charlotte was no more than probably two-tenths of a mile from where she was camping. The massive search for Charlotte lasting two days involving more than 400 personnel. Charlotte's family reported her missing Saturday evening when she never returned to their campsite from a bike ride. We got a miracle. The news of Charlotte's safe homecoming turned a planned vigil Monday night into prayers answered. If you can say something to Charlotte right now, would you Oh, say? honey, welcome home. Well said. Welcome home. Uh, so, Kathy, let's talk for a minute about the suspect. What do we know about him? Does he have any criminal record? Well, Hoda, the suspect, Craig Nelson Ross Jr., was arraigned overnight. He's facing a kidnapping charge. He's being held without bail currently at the Saratoga County Jail. The next court appearance is set for October 17th. And authorities last night released a few more details saying that his home address actually registered two miles from Charlotte's home. Right now, it's unclear if he knew the young girl or if he knew the family. Still a lot of questions this morning. Meanwhile, a family member posted overnight this message thanking all of the different agencies who work tirelessly to bring Charlotte home, writing, God is good. Hold yeah. All right. Kathy Park for us with some good news this morning. Kathy, thank you. We turn now to breaking news overnight from Washington, D.C. A U.S. congressman was carjacked. It happened just blocks from Capitol Hill. NBC's Ryan Nobles is on this story. Ryan, what more do we know about this? Yeah, Savannah, good morning. This was Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar of Texas, who was the victim of an armed carjacking in the Navy Yard neighborhood of Washington, D.C., which is just about a mile from the Capitol. And last night, his chief of staff issuing a statement saying that Congressman Cuero was parking his car when three armed assailants approached the congressman and stole his vehicle. Luckily, he was not harmed and he's working with local law enforcement. Now, police were able to recover that car. It was about two miles from where the incident took place. And right now they say that Congressman Cuellar is working with law enforcement, so, but so far no arrests have been made. That's according to two law enforcement sources to NBC Washington. Savannah. And Ryan, we've been hearing about cities dealing with violent crime, Washington, D.C., no exception. Yeah, that's right, Savannah. In fact, they say that violent crime is up 40 percent in the nation's capital. That's according to Metro Police and, a, and carjackings, which Congressman Cuero was the victim of, are up 100 percent. In fact, it's become such an issue that Congress held a briefing last month for members and their staffs to help them keep safe in Washington, D.C. Of course, this is the second incident involving a member of Congress this year. You may remember Minnesota Congresswoman Angie Craig was attacked in her apartment building. At the time, her chief of staff said that they did not believe 
that the attack was politically motivated, but these incidents just raising concerns about safety in the nation's capital. Savannah. All right, Ryan Nobles, thank you very much. Let's move now to an extraordinary move on Capitol Hill that slandered House Speaker Kevin McCarthy in the political fight of his life. Fellow Republican Matt Gates filing a motion to remove McCarthy from his leadership leadership position over what he calls a long list of broken promises to conservatives. NBC senior Capitol Hill correspondent Garrett Haig has details on this. Hey, Garrett, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning. We witnessed something last night that hasn't happened in more than a century. A member of the House formally demanding a vote to remove the Speaker from power. It's the latest dramatic escalation of a GOP civil war that could end with the most powerful elected Republican in the country out of his job. Overnight, a bitter Republican rivalry rising from the House floor to the history books. Resolved that the office of Speaker of the House of Representatives is hereby declared to be vacant. With a few simple sentences, Florida Republican Matt Gates forcing a vote in the next 48 hours on whether House Speaker Kevin McCarthy will remain in power. Kevin McCarthy likes to pretend that he makes coalition with conservatives, but all he really does is break his word with conservatives. Gates accusing the speaker of breaking his promises to Republicans by working with Democrats to delay a government shutdown this weekend and of making a secret side deal on Ukraine funding, which he opposes. McCarthy on Monday denying any such deal exists and urging Gates and his allies not to act against him. I do not think it's good for the House. I do not think it's good for this institution. I do not think this is good for the country. Afterwards, McCarthy projecting confidence on social media, posting simply, bring it on. And while the vast majority of House Republicans say they support McCarthy. Uh, I am supporting Kevin McCarthy as I have throughout uh, and will continue to do so. The House's narrow margins, which contributed to the historic 15 votes it took to elect McCarthy speaker. That was easy, huh? Also mean Democrats will have a significant voice in whether McCarthy maintains his gavel. Democratic leaders saying they've made no decisions yet on how they'll vote. This is a lose-lose proposition, and Democrats are going to remain firm that we are here to do the work the people sent us here to do. So what happens now? Well, there's one challenge for Gates and his allies. If not McCarthy, who? There is still no clear backup candidate who could get the votes necessary to become the next speaker if McCarthy is voted out. The House has to schedule that vote in the next 48 hours. Hoda. All right, Garrett Hake for us there at the Capitol. Garrett, thank you. All right, much more to get to. Craig joins us now. What's going on? Hey, Savannah Hoda, good morning. Good morning to you as well. The $250 million civil fraud trial against Donald Trump, his sons, and his company is getting back underway this morning after the former president himself appeared in court on day one. NBC's senior legal correspondent, Laura Jarrett, is following that case for us. Laura, good morning to you. Hey, Craig, good morning to you. The country had a rare peek into that courtroom yesterday as opening statements began in the trial as the former president sat stone-faced listening to the attorney general's office argue that year after year he inflated his net worth. Mr. Trump's own words, documents, even his signature, now pieces of evidence. With the future of his namesake company on the line, Donald Trump is preparing once again to appear in a Manhattan courtroom where he spent hours on Monday listening as the state's attorney general accused him of a long running scheme to inflate his assets for financial gain. No matter how powerful you are, no matter how much money you think you may have, no one is above the law. 
the state beginning to lay out its evidence, scrolling through a PowerPoint of facts to be introduced in this months-long trial, and deposition clips from Mr. Trump, his longtime chief financial officer, and his sons, who've all denied they and the company did anything wrong. I don't think I've ever had any involvement in the statement of financial condition. While just steps from the courtroom, Mr. Trump fought back against allegations of fraud and lies, treating the first day of his civil fraud trial almost as a campaign stop. Every time they give me a fake indictment, I go up in the polls. The Republican frontrunner hurling attacks at the judge, who already found him liable and will determine the penalty he faces. This judge should be disbarred. And the attorney general. This trial could have been brought years ago, but they waited till I was right in the middle of my campaign. Mr. Trump blasting the suit, which accuses the Trump Organization and its executives of doctoring the company's financial statements for better loan terms as a case with no real victim. Banks got paid a fortune. Loan money got paid money back. As his team blasted out fundraising appeals. Laura, this is a bench trial. That means the judge will decide whether the, the Trump company, whether Mr. Trump is liable or not. He, the President Trump called the lack of a jury unfair, but that is the defense's choice, isn't it? Exactly. He could have asked for a jury, but he chose not to. His lawyers instead deciding to gamble it with the judge, making it all the more curious that the former president continues to lambast that judge who, as you point out, Savannah, will not only decide the remaining claims, but actually decide the penalty he faces in this case, Savannah. All right, Laura, we'll keep our eye on it. Thank you. Hey, Mr. Roper. Hey, good Hi, Al. Hi, good to see you guys. It's more like summertime between severe weather and temperatures out there for today, stretching from the Dakotas all the way down to Texas. We've got the possibility of hail, wind gusts of 60 miles per hour, and we could see a few tornadoes, especially central Kansas, on down into parts of Oklahoma. Tomorrow, we move down into Texas with storm damages, possibly uh, hail, wind gust of 60 miles per hour. The good news is the tornado risk is low, but we're talking a lot of rain out of this system. Hourly rain rates, one to one and a half inches per hour from Fort Stockton all the way to Texarkana, parts of central uh, Oklahoma, as well on into Arkansas. And we've got unseasonably warm temperatures. The We could see from International Falls to Grand Rapids, Buffalo, Bangor, down to Albany, we could be looking at record highs today and tomorrow. Look at these temperatures. Buffalo, 86 degrees today. Minneapolis, 84. Nashville, 87. New York City is going to be 81 degrees, 12 degrees above average. Tomorrow, those temperatures stay warm anywhere from 23 to 10 degrees above average from Montpelier, St. Louis, down to Nashville and Washington, D.C. But changes are coming. We're going to get to that in the next half hour. And that is your latest weather, guys. Well, Just ahead, the star set in return of late night TV overnight. And what's next to get the push in Hollywood, get everyone back and running. Chloe Malas has that story. Hey, Chloe. That's right. Your favorite late night hosts are back, and they sure did have a lot to say. We're going to have that for you coming up next. Plus, an eye-opening look at the alarming rise in so-called deep fake videos and some big stars now speaking out against the way they're being used. But first, this is Today on NBC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It was kind of weird coming back after being gone for five months. The studio was empty for so long, NBC converted to a spirit Halloween. And that's just that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, they're popping up all over town, celebrating the welcome of uh, the return of late night. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Clean it's up bi- aisle one. Can I tell you something? This is a huge <laughs> mug. It's so big. I mean, I love today. But it says love today. I love it. You know who doesn't love today? Whoever's grabbing a mop right yeah, now. I got it. No, no, it's oh. too much for one person. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, what is you. this? It's tea. And it's, it's really tea. good. I'm glad it wasn't this stinky sorry drink. About that. Like a sorry, it's like It's really way. good. Sorry about that. There's more. All right, clean up. Thank you. Anyway, late night TV. You know what? We got jokes too. Right there. Okay. Thank you. Um, all right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Anyway, with Late Night Up and Running, everyone's eager to see what happens next in Hollywood. Ah, uh, yes. NBC's entertainment correspondent, Chloe Malas, is Hi, here. Hi, Chloe. More? We are bringing the entertainment yes. this yeah. morning. Yeah. It's like late night right here. So the scripted shows, they've reassembled their writer's room. So this is really good news. And they're beginning to crank out new episodes. But the hope is to begin shooting as soon as the actor strike can be resolved. Everyone's waiting on those meetings and those negotiations. Now, after being the first to shut down when the writer's guild went on strike. Yes, you heard it here. The late night shows are back and their hosts, they had a lot to say. Five months off and we are back. Late night is back after the months long writer's strike. My writers got fresh air and sunshine, and they do not care for that. The hosts bring the jokes. My dad called me up and said, finally, I can watch Kimmel again. It's been going on so long, I just don't know if I'll be back. You'll be back. Catching up on what they missed. Can we have so much news to cover, but I'm going to sum it up all in just two words. Taylor Swift. Good night, everybody. But sharing some heartfelt messages, too. I never take this show uh, for granted, but being away from it for as long as I've been away from it really hits home. Actors won't be promoting their films or shows during the strike, but are allowed to talk about side projects, like Matthew McConaughey promoting his new book on The Tonight Show. While on the picket line, a sense of optimism that the end could be in sight, as SAG-AFTRA negotiators met with the AMPTP for the first time in more than 80 days. And uh, I think... The studios finally realized that, you know, they got to stop playing games. 
While the agreement the Writers Guild reached last week with the AMPTP may be a sign of progress, striking actors say that they are prepared to stay out on the picket lines until their demands are met. We have to stick together and we cannot just take whatever they feel like they're giving us. Meanwhile, with broadcasts and cable shows months behind their regular schedule, the race is on to get scripts ready for production. Writers' rooms have already reassembled on shows like The Simpsons, with teams on Abbott Elementary and Law and & Order reportedly starting back up next week. An uncertain moment in the industry, with billions of dollars hanging in the balance. And that producers group, the AMPTP, includes NBC Universal's parent company, Comcast. But aren't we all excited for these shows? Yes. 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 You, you mentioned that, that meeting in the in the actors' strike. First of all, it's good that they're talking now. Um, what about progress in the in the first meeting? So I know from someone who was there yesterday. So they are going to not be meeting today. They're meeting again tomorrow. They've made some progress, but they are still far apart on key issues. And one of the big sticking points that we've all talked about is artificial intelligence and actors incredibly worried that their likeness could be replicated in perpetuity and how would they be compensated for that and how would they give consent for something like that. So we'll be watching and I'll be keeping you posted. All right. We know you you. will. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Chloe. Thank you, Chloe. Just ahead, it is October 3rd. And of course, Mean Girls fans know what that means. We're going to celebrate their special day coming up on Pop Start. But first, as mentioned, the deep fake videos that have stars sounding the alarm over AI imposters. Jacob Sobrov taking a closer look this morning. Hi. Hey, Savannah. Yeah, this is a big deal. It seems like there are more of these deep fake celebrity AI recreations uh, than ever, and that they are better than ever. We're going to tell you who's speaking out and what they're saying. That's coming up right after this. We're back 738 with more of our special series focused on the AI revolution. Yeah, the rapidly evolving technology is facing some new scrutiny this morning for generating the likeness of celebrities without consent, leading to some potential scams. Yeah, NBC's Jacob Soboroff joins us with everything mm-hmm. you need to know about this troubling trend seems to be popping up everywhere. Jacob, good morning. Hey, guys. Yeah, this continues to be pretty wild. We've talked about so-called deep fakes before Now those AI-generated videos of celebrities are even easier to make and therefore more widespread. Now some celebrities are sounding the alarm. They say these fake videos are creating very, very real problems. From Elon Musk pitching an investment opportunity to Gail King promoting a weight loss product. Follow the link right now and learn more about my secret. It seems fake ads made with AI are everywhere. Even Tom Hanks has found himself an unwilling spokesperson, warning his Instagram followers... There's a video out there promoting some dental plan with an AI version of me. I have nothing to do with it. While celebrity endorsement scams are nothing new, in the age of AI, these deceitful deepfakes are becoming more convincing, fooling those who buy into them. The FBI says last year victims lost a record $10.2 billion to scams and other online crimes. Even if deepfakes aren't scams, some say they can take an emotional toll. AI-generated videos of late comedian Robin Williams have been viewed by thousands. Over the weekend, his daughter Zelda speaking out, writing, I've already heard AI used to get my dad's voice to say whatever people want. I find it personally disturbing. And now celebrities are fighting back. It feels great to be back in front of a crowd. But I After say, a computer created this, this much, fake much, Tom Brady much, much comedy special, the football legend sent the people behind the hour-long video a cease and desist letter reportedly calling the video highly offensive and saying it presented Brady in a false light. The creators later removed the video, but defended their actions. I don't think we're uh, in any way 
presenting Mr. Brady at all. It's simply a parody of the idea of Tom Brady doing stand-up. The music industry is looking to mute the use of AI, too. After this computer-generated Drake song became a viral hit, the Grammy-winning rapper and his record label slammed the use of AI to create fake songs. But it hasn't stopped AI music producers from cloning the voices of Rihanna, Beyonce, and Taylor Swift. This is serious breaking news. In 2021, I sat down with Miles Fisher, one of the men behind deepfake Tom Cruise. I'm a big Dave Matthews guy. A TikTok account that went viral for posting these wild videos that appeared to be the actor. I think the technology is morally neutral. As it develops, the positive output will so far outweigh the negative nefarious uses. But while these fakes were made to be funny, two years later, many aren't laughing, as the use of AI has exploded and become increasingly more difficult to manage. Well... Jacob, you mentioned there was that cease and desist letter to, uh, from Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Is there the potential of legal action or prosecution? Mm-hmm. It's, it's tricky, Savannah. Legal experts that we talk to say that when it comes to the deepfake scams, yeah, they might be in legal trouble, but it's easier said than done. Websites can take down videos, but it's often difficult to track down the people who, who made the videos. And our team here in L.A., while we were working on this story last night uh, and yesterday, found that exact thing while we were reporting the story. We weren't able to get in touch with the companies behind the scams. But if you guys at home come across one on social media, you can actually report it to the Better Business Bureau through uh, something called a scam tracker, and they will work to uh, investigate. It's pretty wild, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, Jacob. Thank you. If that's really who you are. Thank yeah. you very much for the story. Appreciate it. <laughs> Could be Gotti Schwartz there. Uh, by the way, tomorrow we're going to take a look at, at AI in the classroom with some high school students now using artificial intelligence to write their college essays. Savannah Sellers tried it out, and then she had an admissions counselor review the finished product. The surprising takeaway for teenagers, for parents, for teachers as well. We'll have that for you tomorrow on on today. All right. 742. Let's get a check of the weather for Mr. Roker. The real Al. The real Al Roker. And it's because it's still almost like summertime. We're keeping the amusement park open. Are you ready for the the temperature roller coaster? All right. Here we go. Let's start it up. Columbus, 86, 84 in Detroit, Chicago, 20 degrees above average. It's going to be 86 in Dubuque, Des Moines, 86, Minneapolis, 84, 20 degrees above average. But here we go. Minneapolis tomorrow, you're 53, that's a 33 degree drop. Des Moines, 61, oh, it's 27 degrees. Dubuque, Iowa, 55, oh, 31 degree drop. Chicago, 60 degrees, a 29 degree drop. Oh, look out, Detroit, hold on, you're going down. Uh, 14 degrees down, Columbus, 72, 60, oh! And look at those temperatures. In fact, over the next several days, you're going to see those temperatures. Okay, way to go, Al. Uh, thank you. Way to go. To our graphics department, our weather department as well. 79 in a row on Thursday by Saturday at 7. Indianapolis, you're 71 on Thursday, 57 by Saturday. Minneapolis, 64, you're 53 by Saturday. And Pittsburgh, 80 on Thursday, 59 by Saturday. So break out the corn dogs. It's time for the temperature roller coaster. And that is your latest weather, guys. All right, Al, thank you. Just ahead, the road to the World Series starts today with a pioneering general manager who helped her team land the playoffs. We're going to hear from this trailblazer. She's opening doors for women in all sports. Coming up, a first look at a new thriller with a star-studded cast, and its producer could be the most famous of them all. 
will explain on Popstar. Plus, we're so excited to chat with Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. She's sharing a message we could all stand to hear about, about treating ourselves with kindness. You know that negative self-talk? We all do it. Well, Monica is on a mission this morning. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.